Unity Community of Central Oregon's podcast featuring Reverend Jane Hyatt. Everything is a miracle is really inspired by the music that these guys tossed at me. And like, oh, how about do it? Actually, I think it was um, Sylvia sent the first song. And, and we said, oh, yeah, the one that we'll be doing next um, was a suggestion from her. And so and based on that, it was like, oh, I kept thinking about how everything is a miracle and, and how if we are going to manifest miracles in our lives, we have to start with that premise that everything is a miracle, that we are part of that miracle-making power that exists. There, and it's, it's the little things that are miracles Albert Einstein said, you have to live your life like everything is a miracle or nothing is. Now, that's actually a decision that we make about how are we going to approach our lives. So if we decide that everything is a miracle, and I, I feel fairly confident in this group that people would agree with that statement, then how do we handle it? when things like hurricanes and tornadoes and blazing fires assault us. What is the miracle in that? You know, I think that one of the issues is that we sort of have the idea of a miracle as this thing that I want, presto, now it happens. But maybe that's not what miracle means. Maybe miracle isn't my ego gets to have everything it wants. Maybe miracle is more about attitude and how we see it. So you were talking about how people come together whenever there is a disaster. Wouldn't it be nice if it didn't take a disaster for us all to come together, and yet, that isn't particularly reasonable. You know, like somebody who's being helped to just get across the street because there's water that's waist deep doesn't need that help on a regular day. So it isn't like people weren't stepping up. The help was, the help shows up. It's, it's like a flow that comes, and as the need is expressed, the help shows up. And we do that as human beings, and we do it really well. I mean, there's plenty of things we as human beings can hang our heads and say, that's not so great that, that, that we do. But this is something we do well. And we do that well in our country. You know, even though there are plenty of other things that we can't be so proud of, that we don't do so well, this is something we do well. And so if we begin to see that as this natural surge of love that comes in response, it's a call and response, it is the divine at work in call and response. Sometimes we're in need and sometimes we are in giving. And that's just a beautiful rhythm to life. 
when I think about the areas that have been hit by these disasters, like I remember looking at one in Houston and looking at the road sign and thinking, I, I know where that is. I used to drive there, and here it is, you know, lots and lots of water there. But when I used to drive there, I promise you, I didn't think there was anything about that road that was a miracle. And yet, when we see it through the eyes of disasters or the gorge, well, it's hard not to have been in the gorge and think that was a miracle, but, but it's enhanced. It's enhanced when things happen. What, what about those young men that threw the fireworks that, that destroyed that? Is that a miracle? You know... We're pretty mad about it as a, as a society. And yet, what happens for those young men who get to live with knowing what they destroyed? What happens with their souls? What opportunity for growth is there for them? How many years will it take for them to to have that growth? I don't know. I I don't know what their consciousness is right now. I just know that it's quite an open door for them. For the rest of us, it's an open door for forgiveness. It's an open door for owning projections. Like it's really easy to look at them and say, how could you do that to nature? But uh, we don't have to look very hard to see how we collectively have been part of doing things to nature. Look at our our buying patterns. Look at our, our dependence on fossil fuel. You know, there are plenty of things. It's a complex situation for sure, but we as humanity certainly have some places where we can claim responsibility. It doesn't, it doesn't help to point fingers. I'm not saying there shouldn't be consequences for those young men. I'm saying that it doesn't help us to get all, you know, righteous and pointing fingers at them and how could they and rah, 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 even though there's a part of us truly that wants to do that, right? <laughs> yeah. Just like there's a part of us that wants to beat our own selves up for things. But that doesn't help. I saw somebody's post who suggested that all of these natural disasters are kind of Mother Nature's way of back at you to our country. I don't know, maybe, maybe not. But we, as people who have a spiritual practice and consciousness, I think it's important for us to acknowledge that This stuff is not outside of us. This is an aspect of us. This is a reset button. It could be a wonderful thing. Is it wonderful for the people who no longer have a home? No. It isn't for their personalities. But who knows what this means for their souls? 
for the soul of a community, for the soul of a state, for the soul of a nation. We don't have the answer to that, but what we do have is principles, foundations that do not blow blow away in a storm. And the foundation is the knowing that God is all that is. This divine light, love, peace is always present in every situation, including these situations. We talk in unity about holding the high watch when we pray. And what that means is tuning in to a higher level, tuning into a light that is shining, just like a lighthouse. If you're out at sea in the midst of a storm and you see the light, you know the direction that you want to move in. So in prayer, we hold this high watch. We shine the light of knowing that there is God in this situation, even though our human selves has not got a clue what that might be. Our human self is busy running around panicking, usually, right? If it's, if it's a big enough deal, it's a diagnosis, it's a hurricane, whatever it is. Our human self is in a state of panic and fear. And that's one of the things that is so amazing about a spiritual community. Knowing that I don't have to be strong every single moment. I don't have to be in that higher place because if I fall, somebody else can catch me because somebody else will be able to remember. I can invoke somebody in prayer and it's like I could say the same thing to you in conversation, and you might get into the same, oh my God, and we'd all be running around like Chicken Little and gathering troops. But if I say to you, will you pray with me? Boom, you're out of that. You plug into higher consciousness because will you pray with me is code for will you get me out of this predicament and into higher consciousness. This Wednesday, When we do our Wednesday gathering, we're going to be honoring the Unity World Day of Prayer. It's the eve of that. Thursday is actually World Day of Prayer. You can go online to Unity and you can type in your prayer requests, light a virtual candle. You can participate with that through the Unity website. Um, But we are going to be doing some intensive praying together on Wednesday evening. So if you want to be part of that, you can come to that midweek gathering at 6.30 on, and that is at the Deschutes Children's Foundation on Daggett Lane, not here. So, um, but every day, every day we can pray together. When you fill out those, those green prayer forms, you are allowing us as a, as a community to step into that place of prayer. We take that very seriously, those of us that are on the prayer council. And we hold your intentions in prayer. And it makes a difference. I hear so many stories of people that experience miracles because they asked others to pray with them. That's how we create a community. There's... um, some of you know Sam Smith. He died recently, but was, for a long time was an active member of this community. And he was an amazing poet. And this is one of his poems that he wrote that I thought was pertinent to this topic of miracles and chaos and whatnot. The changes buzzing in a solid rock. 
would amaze us if we could only see. There's chaos in a beam of light, a rainbow ready to leap forth. The order that we perceive in the universe, we impose upon it. When chaos leaks into this world, we cry, it's a miracle. But the miraculous exists constantly, just outside our vision. If we open our eyes wide, we could see the beauty of all the possibilities. The mind of God is not made up. A rock is every bit as permanent as waves, as solid as fire, as unchanging as the sky. Those changes buzzing would amaze us if only we could see. Nothing is fixed. We live in a fluid universe. When we look at situations like Hurricane Irma heading toward people we care about or even people we don't know, when we look at that and we collectively go, oh no, this is going to be awful, we enlarge the opportunity for it to be awful. When we instead go into a place of knowing the peace that passes understanding. That's one of my favorite lines from the Bible. The peace that passes understanding. In other words, we can't figure it out. It's on a different plane of existence. But when we go into that, we broadcast it. It radiates from us. I was texting with my sister in Vero who's saying, I'm worried to death about my sister in Naples and it won't help me if I say me too. Instead, I sent her a prayer. Even though there's a part of me that is worried about her. You know, I, I'm not going to pretend that. I kind of go up and down emotionally. But what I know to be true is that there is a power and it is a peace and it is a love and it is a light and it is everywhere, everywhere. And it is more powerful than Hurricane Irma or Harvey or Jose or any other ones we can name. It is, there are no false gods. Those are false gods. We put our belief in their power of destruction and yes, they have power, but nothing like the divine. And it's our job as a spiritual community to hold fast to that knowing. Remember when you were playing Red Rover as a kid? You know, the more, the more kids you had on your team, the better, right? And, and the harder their grip was, the better. So that's what we're doing spiritually. We are playing a spiritual Red Rover and we are holding on tightly to what we know is truth. And when we do that, it changes how we see the world. 
what was before disaster, the worst thing that could have happened, becomes a miracle. How many people have you heard say or said yourself, that job I lost, that diagnosis I got, that whatever it was, was the best thing that ever happened to me? But you know they didn't say that the day they found out. (laughs) Right? It was in walking the journey that they discovered the miracle in it. And they might have had to walk the journey for a very long time before they could see it. But still it was there. We all have the ability to be like little children. Remember, that's what Jesus said. Unless you become like little children, you can't enter the kingdom of heaven. Well, he didn't mean that literally. He certainly didn't mean unless you start having temper tantrums. He was, I think, looking at the higher qualities (laughs) of the little children. But think about the littles, like in the nursery, which, by the way, Melissa is dealing with some circumstances right now that don't allow her to be in there. And so we need some people to volunteer to be in the nursery. This is your miracle opportunity. Little kids are in a state of constant wonder and miracle. It's like, oh my goodness, that bug that they just picked up and put in their mouth. (laughs) These fingers that move we forget that those little things are miraculous we are so busy running around doing whatever we're doing but you take a turn you take a week and go in the nursery and you get replenished with your ability to see miracles so I hope you beat a line to her door to tell her you want to turn Please, this week, you'll have lots and lots of opportunities to tune into the disaster channel. I'm not saying don't pay any attention to it, but don't put your power in it. Instead, turn into the, tune into the miracle channel, which is right here. It's right here in your heart. And know the truth because the truth will set you free from the pain and the scared energy. The truth will help you to know that everything is always a miracle.